Hi and welcome. My name is Stuart. I'm the minister at St Ninian's Church in Stonehouse. It's my pleasure to welcome you along to our service today. Whoever you are, wherever you are, you are always welcome to join us. Wherever she goes, the boxes go with her. Big boxes, medium and small. Different shapes, all individually wrapped. Some in simple brown paper packaging. Others more elaborate and tied with an exuberance of ribbons. Wherever she goes, the boxes go with her. All of the boxes. All of the time. And in each box, no matter how haphazard or carefully wrapped, the contents are essentially the same. Cans of worms that do not bear opening. Wherever she goes, the boxes go with her. Over the course of time, she has spent her life gathering boxes, adding to her collection until she can hardly walk under the soul-crushing weight of them. There is guilt and shame, a whole bundle of small box regrets in purple wrap. There's anger wrapped in red and envy, a poisonous green, a big black box where all our hearts are housed and nursed. Wherever she goes, the boxes go with her. At the top of the pile is a small box, plain wrapped, in which only emptiness is found. Her lack of forgiveness to herself, the harshness of the human heart, is fearful and a terrible judge. Wherever she goes, the boxes go with her. And she is exhausted with the carrying of them. So heavy and burdensome that her back is bent and she can no longer see the sky. In her bone-weary tiredness, she almost missed the invitation. The hand held out, Come to me, all of you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. The reading this morning is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 16 to 19 and 28 to 30. How can I account for this generation? The people have been like spoiled children whining to their parents. We wanted to play and you were always tired. We wanted to talk, but you were always too busy. John came fasting and they called him crazy. I came feasting and they called me drunk. A friend of the riffraff. Opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll all recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. She tastes the word all tentatively and savours freedom. The offer includes her, even with so many, many boxes. She sniffs the word rest carefully. It smells sweet, and her back begins to straighten, and the boxes begin to tumble all about her. Wherever she went, the boxes went with her. Until the day she chose the gift of compassion and grace. Now, wherever she goes, there's a lightness about her, a spring in her step, she never tires of seeing the sky. What will be like? 
always arguing and squabbling and throwing tantrums like little children when we don't get our own way. Taking offence any time someone has the gall to disagree with something we've said or something we think, even when no offence is meant. Picking sides that we then defend passionately, often without much consideration as to why someone might think differently or worse, that they might have something to teach us. Grudging our congratulations or even our acknowledgement that someone who isn't from our side, our party, our way of thinking, might be doing something right. Being scared of people we don't know, or who look different from us, or who pray in another way, or speak in a different language, or who have a different colour of skin. Uncritically repeating the views of others, with little thought to what's behind them, or who they're aimed at, or even if they're true. Worrying about what people think of us, of our religion, our politics, our relationship, our gender, our sexuality, our past, our choices, good and not so good. Sound familiar? The world really hasn't changed very much in the last 2,000 years, has it? And it's exhausting. Being angry and scared is tiring. Not really knowing why can be even worse. We get so caught up in it. There's a seemingly never-ending cycle of outrage. For the people Jesus was talking to, there was plenty to be angry about and plenty to be scared of. They lived in an occupied nation. The Romans had come and although they tolerated the local religion and customs, it was a brutal regime. They never missed a chance to show the locals just who was in charge. Perhaps even worse, their own priests could be just as harsh. They were supposed to be the keepers of the religious laws and practices, but in reality they wielded a huge amount of power. They imposed a temple tax, they enforced restrictions on what could be done, on what you could eat and what you could wear. They placed limitations on who you could socialise with, when and how you should wash, imposed punishments, saying what you had to do to be forgiven. And that's before we even talk about how women were treated. They spend so much energy trying to work out what the rules are, and if they apply here or there, arranging to be in the right place at the right time, presenting the right kind of offering, saying the right words, working twice as hard the day before because you're not allowed to work on the Sabbath. Sound familiar? Living under such heavy burdens is exhausting. It wears you down. It brings that kind of fatigue that seeps into your bones, into your soul. You become angry and irritable and unreasonable and harsh. You pick fights just for the sake of it. You moan when you're not allowed to do something, then complain that it's not the right time when you are. Sound familiar? Jesus could see it on them. He could tell the damage that the collective trauma they were living through was doing to them old grievances that had never been dealt with, arguments that had never been resolved, grudges that had been held for generations, hatred of those who supported the enemy and those who opposed them. And all of that angst hung around like a bad smell. Sound familiar? They were never happy. John the Baptist was a teetotaler who lived in the wilderness alone and ate locusts and wild honey and drank only water, and they called him a weirdo. 
Jesus went into people's homes and ate and drank with them and, well, they called him a drunk who socialised with sinners. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Sound familiar? We're living through our own collective trauma, occupied not by the Romans but by a tiny little virus. The rules we have to live by are in place to protect us from harm and to help us to safeguard others. But it's hard. It's hard to stay away from those we love. Hard not to hug someone who's, who's hurt or someone who's celebrating. Hard to stay at home. Hard not to work. Hard to homeschool the kids. Hard not to go to church. Hard to say goodbye to people without our friends and neighbours there with us. It's hard to know what to do next. Sound familiar? That's not the only thing we carry, is it? We all carry around our past, our hurts and our failures, our poor choices and bad decisions. The things that people have done to us and the things that we have done to them. We carry them like boxes. Not so big if there's only one to pick up, but when they stack up one on top of another, they become more and more difficult to carry. And we're terrified that if we try to put one of them down, that the whole lot will just come crashing down around their ears. And so we plod on, carrying all this stuff with us, weighing us down, occupying our thoughts and our feelings, weary of the burden. But that's just how things are, isn't it? There isn't much I can do about it, is there? It's into that feeling, that anguish, that hurt and worry, the feelings of being overwhelmed and sad and alone anxious into all those moments when the burdens that we have threaten to overwhelm us. It's into those moments that Jesus speaks these words to us today. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Or from the version that we read, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, Get away with me and I'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A yoke's the wooden thing that a farmer would put in an ox to pull a plough. It was also how people talked about Deciding to follow the teaching of a rabbi, a holy man like Jesus, you would take on their yoke, their way of being. It's a good image because ploughing is tough. The farmer could work an oxen really, really hard or treat them very well. Jesus is saying, walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. I love that idea, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. We try so hard all the time. We try to please people by doing things. We try to please God by doing things. And yet here is Jesus telling us about the unforced rhythms of grace, learning to live freely and lightly. In the middle of all that has happened, some of us have had a chance to do that just for a while. No work to go to allows you to perhaps consider what you miss when you step out of the door every day, as well as what you gain. Having the children at home allows us to build a deeper relationship with them, as well as to realise just how hard teachers work. 
not being able to go out allows us to rest, but it also allows us to realise just how important the times we meet up are. What Jesus is offering is a chance to put down all our burdens. He's saying that all the stuff that we think we need to do to please God just isn't necessary. That all those hurts that we carry around can be put down. That we can forgive and be forgiven. It's hard to believe though, isn't it? We're told over and over again that blame and fault and hurt just can't be undone. And they can't. But they can be forgiven. And we can forgive ourselves. Jesus offers us a choice, an invitation. Come and follow me. Or not. You can go on carrying all this stuff or you can lay it down. You can lead a different kind of life, a real new normal, or we can just keep stumbling on with our ever-growing pile of boxes. And we ask, really? Can I really put it down? Can I really be forgiven? Can I really be different? Well, yes. Yes, we can. Jesus says to you and to me, walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. That invitation is to all of us, no matter who we are or what we've done. All we have to do is step into that new way of being and to live those unforced rhythms of grace. Seen and heard. I speak, I call, I shout, in case anyone is listening. I smile, I wave, I gesture, should anyone look my way. I offer, I reach out, I make contact, to establish a connection. I live, I participate, I make myself known to be a part of this story. Let us join together in prayer. Lord, as the weeks have gone by, our lives have been consumed by this pandemic. Our minds always tasked with remembering to wash our hands, wear face coverings and maintain social distancing. Living with the uncertainty of not knowing when or even if we will go back to living as we did is frightening. While most of us are finding new ways to adapt and cope, many are struggling with loneliness, anxiety and poor mental health. Many of them are at breaking point. It is impossible for us to identify all those in need of help and support. But you know each and every one of us, Lord. So we pray that you will walk alongside those who are vulnerable. May they know your presence and your love for them. Before this pandemic, we shared our joys and our sorrows together. We long for the day when we can spend time together with family and friends. Enjoy our hobbies and clubs together. Celebrate weddings together and mourn at funerals together. And when that time comes and this is over, 
May we never again take for granted a handshake with a stranger, conversations over the fence with our neighbours, a date night, a hug from our grandchildren, a crowded theatre or concert, the sound of a football stadium roaring, a routine check-up, a trip to the hairdresser, the school rush in the morning, coffee and a catch-up with a friend, even the most boring and mundane day, each deep breath, life itself. Instead, when all this ends, may we find that we have become more like the people we wanted to be, more like the people we were called to be, more like the people we hoped to be. And may we stay that way, better for each other, because of the worst. Hear us now, Lord, from wherever we are, as we join together in the words you taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever. Amen. Sadly, like many other churches, St Inian's building remains closed. However, that doesn't mean that the church is closed. It means that the church is busy online and in other ways. We've created a prayer garden so that you can come and be in the church grounds and think and contemplate and enjoy the lovely space next to our church. There are signs to help you and as you walk around the garden we'd encourage you to take a few minutes to think about the world today, to think about you and your friends, to think about those dear to you, all the troubles that we have but also all of the blessings that each of us share. And as you come to the end of your time, we'd invite you to take a ribbon and tie it to the gate in memory or in prayer for someone that you miss or feel close to or just want to say thanks to. We hope you enjoy the space and continue to join us online for worship on Sunday or throughout the week at saint-ninians-stonehouse.org.uk. You're always welcome.